Welcome to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Podcast, the place where ambition, drive, and entrepreneurship all meet. This podcast is your go-to for all things business, growth, and expansion. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a multiple six-figure business owner, a brain rewiring certified coach, a 70 high energy healer, and all-around business growth obsessed individual. I've been in the space since 2019. I believe that strategy and energetics go hand in hand. You'll find tons of both on the show. For a long time, being ambitious has had a negative connotation, but I'm here to take that word back and help you grow your business without doing the most. You can find me on Instagram at expandwithchelsea or online at expandwithchelsea.com. If you're ready to grow, I'm ready to go. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Today, I want to do something a little bit different on the podcast. This is something that I've been thinking about for a while and it just felt right to do today. So we're actually going to have two different parts inside of this podcast episode. The first part that I want to go into is around doing a self-evaluation after a launch and how goddamn important this is. I mean, this is like you're robbing yourself of success in your next launch if you don't actually sit down to reflect on what happened in your current launch. So we're going to talk about that. I have a new free resource out. You can head to the link in the show notes to grab that and to help yourself self-evaluate what happened in your launch, why it went well, why it maybe didn't go well, and then what you want to take forward with you into the future because it is one of those things where we're wearing the rose-colored glasses. We're like, yeah, it wasn't that bad, right? Meanwhile, while you're in it, you're like, that was the worst thing I've ever done. So go download that new free resource, fill that evaluation out. That's going to be super, super helpful for you. And then the other half of this is going to be a kind of like an energetic business forecast for the month of December. So focusing specifically on here's what you can expect energetically in December in your business. I pulled some cards. I tuned into the energy. This is something that I do a lot inside of my own energy healing sessions. I do this for clients as well. And I wanted to bring this to the podcast. I thought it would be really fun to take a look at. Here's where your energy might be best spent in the month of December. Here's kind of the general feel and vibe. Is it more of a pedal to the metal type of energy? Or is it more of like, you actually need to like rest and retreat back and pull back and save your energy for the months to come. So I'm excited to dive into that because I have the general feel and this is very congruent with what I've been feeling personally, even though you know, obviously, so this is going to be a reading for more of the collective. If you want an individual reading on this, that's going to be booking a session with me, energy healing, that's going to be getting your own energetic business blueprint, which I'll link both of those offers in the show notes. But again, with the collective, this is applied more generally. So you may, you may not experience these things, but for the most part, most people will experience this. We'll get more into that in the second half of this episode. So I have two updates before we dive into the main, I was going to say the main meat. Is that just because we had things Thanksgiving, probably. I actually just had Thanksgiving two days ago. I'm recording this on just a couple of days before the episode airs. My family and I, we ended up doing Thanksgiving a couple of days later after Thanksgiving. I was planning on going to Utah with my friends and going climbing, but I actually ended up getting sick and not feeling super great. So I didn't want to, you know, make the 13 and a half hour drive by myself and then not sure if I was going to be feeling better. 
And I'm actually really glad that I didn't because it ended up snowing a ton, a ton in Utah. And I do not like driving in the snow. That is just like my own personal no-no. If it is snowy, if there are passes, I'm not doing it. Uh, so I think that that was, my, <laughs> that was my higher self actually probably trying to protect me from getting into a situation that I would have been really stressed out about. So we're getting into the main meat of this episode in just a sec. But I wanted to let you know about two things. So the first I already mentioned was that new free resource that I have. It is so, so important to sit down and ask yourself, okay, what are the thoughts? What are the actions that led to the result that I got inside of this launch, right? Taking personal responsibility is of the utmost importance. Like if you want to get different results inside of your business, you need to make sure that you are coming from a place of I create my reality. And doing self-evaluation, I think is a really great way to get into that mindset. And, you know, whatever result that you got, I actually have four different sections inside of the self-evaluation freebie. I have a section for if you didn't make any sales. I have a section for if you made some sales, but it wasn't close to what you wanted. It wasn't close to what you, you know, were going for ultimately. I have a section for if you made a decent amount of sales, but you know that wasn't all that you could do. And then I have a section for if you absolutely smashed it out of the park, let's evaluate these areas, right? Because again, every single launch is going to be very different. They're all, it's, they're all like fingerprints. You can take the exact same strategy. You could take the exact same launch that you did six months ago and try it again, and you would have a completely different result. I mean, it's all about timing. It's all about your messaging. It's all about what you've been talking about prior to your launch, how much you've been showing up, how much content did you produce? How many times did you talk about your offer? Did your marketing actually hit? Was your messaging spot on? And going back through and asking yourself, in a very unattached way, right? We're trying to just gather objective evidence about our launch in order to create either a different or similar result next time. And in order to do this, this, this is going to demand us step out of our ego. Our ego is the thing that flares up and it's like, nobody cares about this. It's that quiet part in the launch where you're like, fuck this. <laughs> Should I even keep showing up? Nobody's buying. Nobody's responding to this. I'm not good at what I do. I should probably just quit my business and live in a box. I mean, that's just, is that just my ego? No, I think that's most business owners. It's It really gets to our heads, right? So having the time and space. I mean, the reason that I'm putting this out right now is a lot of us put offers out during Black Friday slash Cyber Monday. I mean, I had an entire podcast episode about here's how to sell during Black Friday, and that was the best, like by far the most downloaded podcast episode I've ever had. We hit 3,000 downloads this morning. That was really, really cool. That feels really special because it's just been... Yeah, it's been this, you know, I've been podcasting for three years. And while I've always dreamed of seeing those numbers of downloads on my episodes, that hasn't happened yet. Although this feels very like, oh my God, it's fucking working. It's working. So thank you to everybody who tuned into that episode. But I did just want to give a little context to why I'm putting this resource out now. I mean, this is something that I do with myself. This is something that I do with all my one-on-one -on -one clients after they go through a big launch. We sit down and we talk about what worked? What didn't work? What did you like? What did you not like? Where were you in your own way? Where did you micro quit? And getting all of these out on paper, I think it is really, really helpful for us to see, 
oh, okay, so that's why I got the result that I did. Or, oh, okay, so that's what happened. And I actually need to set myself up way better next time. Like for me, I know that if I don't meal prep before a launch, it's going to be a nightmare. Like I, I just won't, I either won't feed myself or I'll end up eating like pickles and I don't know, frozen waffles. It's not good. It's not a good situation. I know I need to set myself up better. That's all part of it, right? It's not just the work that you're doing. It's everything on the outside that's also has an influence. So go download that freebie. It's going to be super helpful. Spend 15, 10, 20 minutes reflecting on that. And I seriously, you're going to learn so much from it. And also too, I talk a lot about in that freebie, how we can start to find other non-monetary ways of success. Because if we just focus on the monetary, I mean, that's going to kill it for us, right? Like if we're only ever focused on the numbers, we're going to feel like we're constantly chasing that next level. And it's, you know, in business, we all have dips. It, that's what happens, right? You have one month, you're like, wow, that was amazing. Like November, amazing. December, wow, what happened? And that's just how it goes for business owners. So we have to find other ways of feeling successful rather than just the amount of money that we've made. And I really think that this resource is helpful in bringing the conversation back to here are the things that are actually important because that is what is going to motivate you to keep going. Second announcement is I'm hosting an energy healing circle. This is the last energy healing circle that I'm going to be hosting for a while. This is, I've hosted 14, this will be number 15, this year, I think it's either 15 or 16. I've hosted a lot of energy healing circles this year. And this is going to be the absolute, this is the ultimate one, the ultimate one. You definitely want to be here. We're going to talk all about release. This is very much related to the cards that I pulled. I just, okay, just a little spoiler. I thought for sure the energy of December was going to be very like hibernate, pull back, get ready, get prepared. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. It is super go hard charging. Like, we've got to get our shit figured out. Like, this is like hitting the ground running before January so that you're not behind the curve. So that's what we're going to talk about inside of this healing circle. It is at 6 p.m. on the 12th, which I believe is a Tuesday. So you can head to the link in the show notes and learn more about that. You can join us. Again, this is the last one for a while. So if you're wanting to come and get some clearing and let go of some of those heavy energies and heavy vibrations that you've been feeling, this is a fantastic time to do that. You can find all of the info for everything that I just talked about over in the show notes. And let's go ahead and dive into the episode for today. So I have talked about, you know, we've talked about this a little bit so far and just how important self-evaluation is, but I wanted to walk you through some of the questions that I have in this new free resource. And I'm going to be doing a post-launch evaluation on myself on my own Black Friday offers because this was a big, I learned a lot during this. I learned a lot. And, you know, I have launched probably close to 60 times at this point in my business over the last four years, and I'm always learning something new. And every single time I'm like, yep, that's it. That's exactly what I want to do. I'm going to nail it. There's something that comes up during the launch where I'm like, yeah, okay, I didn't think about that. Or, oh, I didn't realize that would have that effect. So I'm going to dive into some of this so that it can help you understand what's going to be in this resource and the way that I think about things in order to create more success in the future. I mean, 
when we think about it, right? Like if you don't stop and think about your success, it's going to sabotage your future success. We need to look at what we just did and study it so that we can replicate it and accelerate our results to that in the future. This is also brain rewiring. When we rewire accomplished into our neural pathways, this makes it easier to access instead of, and I know I do this, if I don't sit down to evaluate, and you probably do too, if you don't actually sit down to be like, okay, what was successful during this? You end up throwing out the baby with the bathwater and you're like, all of that sucked. Like, I sucked, the offer sucked, the timing sucked, it all sucked. And then you're just rewiring like not successful into your neural pathways. So let's not do that. You know, if you want success, we got to sit down and think about like what actually made this a success. And we might have to get really creative but there's always something in there. There's always a learning nugget. The only true failure, I really, really believe the only true form of failure is if you didn't learn anything from it. So this is a part of that too, is sitting down and and pulling out and starting to like really pull apart the different parts of your launch and ask yourself what went well, what didn't go well, and why. So one of the most important questions that you want to look at inside of the self-evaluation is how many times did you talk about your offer? How many times did you talk about it in your warm-up period? How many times did you talk about it when your cart was open? So I actually did not sit down to count this for this launch. I did for my last launch of Next Level Business. I ended up talking about my offer, I think it was close to 80 times. It was uh, 38 times when the cart or during the warm-up phase. And then like 42 times when the cart was open, which was decent, right? So now I at least, you know, when I go to launch Next Level Business in January, I know I at least need to talk about it that many times, if not more times. So it gives us something very tangible to root into. And if you can't measure it, it's going to be really hard to know where to go from there. So if I were to guesstimate, I probably talked about my offer like 30 times between the warm-up and the cart open. I will say I don't think I talked about my offer enough. Um, this is just something where... Everything kind of came together at once, and I was supporting 14 different clients going through their Black Friday offers and their Black Friday sales, and I didn't realize how much that energy that would take. And of course, I'm going to focus on my current clients, you know, first and foremost, because they've paid me and that's, you know, that's exactly where I want to show up and that's what I want to be doing. But then for me, it did leave less energy to show up for my own offers. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, right? But that's just on me looking forward for next year for Black Friday. I need to look at the timing a little bit better and say, okay, if I want to have like a big or bigger sale next Black Friday, then I'm going to need to be more intentional around how many clients I take on. during this period of time. And I'm not saying that it was bad. I'm super happy that I got to support that many business owners because it was so fucking cool to see some of them like absolutely smash, like have their best Black Fridays ever and start selling things for the first time and just like really go out there and do the damn thing. And they probably wouldn't have done that if they didn't have that support. So that was awesome. That was absolutely awesome. And I'm so, so happy that I was able to be there for them. And also, I need to plan better probably for next year. And I will say, so like, I have these four different categories, right? So we have the category of like, if you didn't make any sales, if you made a few sales, but overall, the turnout wasn't close to what you wanted, if you made it quite a few sales, but you know, you could have done more. And then the last category is if you exceeded what you thought you could do. I'm probably in the like, I made quite a few sales, but I know I could have done more category. And you know, that's not going to be every launch, like some launches, I'm like, yeah, I made a few, but like, overall, that really wasn't close to what I wanted. So 
if I were to want to move into that last category, then I'm going to need to ask myself, what do I know that I need to change or tweak for my next launch? Like what created the result that I got during this launch so that I can write it down and have it for next time? Because otherwise we're going to forget all of those little details. And there was a lot around too, where I realized like, I actually don't want to discount my one-on-one offers anymore going forward. It actually doesn't feel in alignment for me. This is something that this is going to be, that was the last time that I'm discounting one-on-one. I want to discount something like a course that I've created. I don't want to discount my actual time that I'm giving to someone. So I think while I was in the process, I was like realizing that and I kind of put an energetic cap. Initially, when I started out, I wanted to sell, I think it was like 18 uh, one-on-one spots. And as I sold, like, I think I sold like eight really quickly. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to slow down after that. And then just have a couple more spots left because I was realizing, I was like, ooh, okay, this is actually moving a little bit out of alignment for me. I'm really excited to do the sessions that have been booked, but then for the future, I know that this is the last time that they were going to be discounted. So it allowed me to show up really powerfully instead of saying like, oh, okay, like now I feel stuck in this, which is easy to do if you don't actually sit down and reflect while you're going through the launch. So for me, it really felt like I had to to sit and like come to terms with this is the last time that you're discounting one-on-one you need to go all out for this and help as many people as you can at this price point because in the future I'm going to be only discounting trainings that I've done only discounting um like different courses that I've created, things like that, that aren't necessarily like my my time directly. And another thing that really fed into this too, like just looking at this this launch as a whole, if I'm being very honest, you know, I, I had never really heard of anybody doing a buy one, get one deal. And then it was like, all of a sudden, everybody was doing buy one, get one, which I don't think is bad. But I think what ended up happening, I mean, I know I'm a trailblazer. I know I bring a lot of different shit to the industry. And I know I do things that obviously I'm not the first person that's ever done. Bogo. But I know that I think about things in a very different way and I am brilliant at marketing and I do bring a lot of new things to the industry. And, you know, people can absolutely do things that I've done that that's fine. But I think what where it made me kind of tired was I felt like I was saying the exact same thing as everybody else. And I, you know, I am thankful for that because it did make me have to change the way that I was describing my offers. Instead of using the word BOGO, I was using buy one, get one event, like things like that. Like I did have to get more creative around the offer, but I do think it added to the overall fatigue of being in a launch period for like seven, eight days. And at the end of it, I was like, I never want to hear the the phrase buy one, get one ever again. So I'm definitely going to be doing something different for next year. And again, like if you're somebody that's listening and you're like, but I did buy one, get one because I saw you do buy one, get one. That's totally fine. I love that you did that. And we all need to play around with it. And you got to anchor back into why did I do buy one, get one? Do you want to hear about one of the biggest mistakes that I made in my business? It's not changing and switching over to Kajabi earlier. Seriously, I am fully obsessed with Kajabi. This is a everything that you need all in one platform. So instead of having a different server for your email address, your website hoster, if you have a podcast, your courses on a different platform, it's all in one. I cannot tell you how much time this saves me. This also saves me money. I was spending more. I was spending more on all of those separate platforms than I do on Kajabi now. 
saves me time, saves me money, and I can see all of my analytics all in one place. I can see how many people are visiting what pages of my website. I can see how many people downloaded my freebie. I can see how many people subscribed to my email list that week. I can see how many sales I've made. I can compare it to last month. I can compare it to last year. It is so, so helpful to have all of these stats all in one place so that I can make the best possible decision for my business instead of just making an emotional decision like I did in the past. So you actually have the data right in front of you. If you have not tried out Kajabi, absolutely you need to. If you already have a website, you can do Kajabi's free trial and see if you like it. It is a super simple platform to learn. Believe me, I have learned the behind the scenes of WordPress and Squarespace. And while I do really like Squarespace, Kajabi is even easier to use. I build all of my own landing pages. I build all of my own sales pages. And it took me, yeah, it took me like a couple of hours to learn. But after that, you have that skill set for the rest of your life. I will not be moving away from Kajabi. I absolutely love having one place to host absolutely everything, courses, podcast, website, email list, all of it's just in one spot. I just click on my little Kajabi tab on my browser and then I can have all of that pop right up. If you haven't tried out Kajabi yet, you absolutely need to. They have given me a really special code for a 30 day, a 30 day free trial which is enough time to get down and dirty and learn the ins and outs of Kajabi to see if it's right for your business, which spoiler alert, it probably is. There's a reason why a lot of the leading business owners in the space use Kajabi. And to be very honest, I won't even purchase courses anymore if they're not on Kajabi. I just don't trust any other platform. I love that Kajabi has the ability to have an app on your phone and you can listen to courses on the go. I mean, this is just such a big, when I go through courses myself, I like to listen when I'm on a walk or I like to listen when when I'm just doing random house tasks and I don't always wanna have my laptop open. So you can go and try out that 30 day free trial using my link. I will post it in the show notes so you can get started ASAP and see if this is a good fit for your business because this has been a total game changer for me. A lot of my clients have actually ended up switching over to Kajabi as well to host their courses on there and it is just, I couldn't recommend it more. Again, this is like the one mistake I made early in my business is not switching over to this sooner and trying to navigate using six different platforms to do what one platform can do. Kajabi is absolutely the number one in the industry for a reason and they have absolutely fantastic, absolutely fantastic customer support, customer service. I was just chatting with them this morning over something that I noticed on my website that I couldn't figure out how to fix. I did a couple Google searches and I was like, I'm just gonna ask and I got it resolved within two minutes. So if you are somebody that doesn't wanna deal with a lot of tech issues, get on the Kajabi train because you can actually just ask somebody to fix it for you. They can log into your site and fix the issue for you. Unlike unhelpful sites, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of like back end work with a lot of my clients lately that are using different sites rather than Kajabi and just going in and talking with their customer service. I'm like, oh my God, like they actually don't want to help you at all. So if you are somebody that doesn't like dealing with that, it's time to switch to Kajabi and you can try out 30 days risk-free. If you don't like it, don't do it. But I have a feeling you are gonna like it. And this is something to where you can go and buy templates on Etsy or you can hire a web designer and they can build out that website for you. This is something that if you wanna level up your business, this is a really, really amazing way to do so. Again, there's a reason why most people in the industry use Kajabi as a 
is because it actually is the number one platform. This is the most inclusive. It has everything that you need and I couldn't recommend it more. You can learn more about Kajabi using the link in the show notes and get started on your free 30-day trial. My reasoning behind buy one, get one was because I really wanted there to be two distinct sessions that we went through where the first one was planning your launch for January. And then during your launch in January, we're going to have a second call so we can plan your downsell. Like that was like a huge focus for me. And I think a lot of the times, like, yes, all of these things sound good, but we got to think about why am I actually doing this? What's in it for my audience and being able to really clearly communicate what that benefit for them is. Another one of the questions that you really want to ask yourself is, where did I micro quit? Ooh, okay. So this uh, this feels very exposing because, I mean, no matter who you are, it is really hard to keep your energy up at like a level 11 during an entire launch. And I think it was like Thanksgiving day. It was Thursday which I know nobody's on their phones, but these thoughts just like kept sneaking into my head of like, nobody cares. You had a really strong start and then nobody else is going to buy. And it's so funny because it's like, I coach my clients through this all the time, but these thoughts also happen to me. So I did notice myself. I was like, well, I guess I just won't show up as much. And I had to like, literally, I like took myself by my shoulders and like shook myself. And I was like, no, This is what happens in the middle of a launch. You are not the exception to this. There's a lot of excitement in the beginning. There's a dull, quiet, cricket middle period. And then there's excitement towards the end, which is exactly what happened for me. Exactly what happened. And for most people, that is exactly what will happen for them. But that is one of the times where then going into my next launch, I either need to write sticky notes or reminders or have extra content prepped in order for me to keep up my energy the best that I can in that middle part of the launch. That's another really important question to asking yourself, did I plan enough prior to this launch? And for me, the answer is, mm, I'd say I, I did an okay job, but honestly, I was just so busy before this, I think, I mean, I feel like I've been in a launch period for no joke, two months. It was the warm up period of next level business going into the launch of next level business. I only had, it was like 10 days between when the cart closed for next level business. And then I started my warm up period for Black Friday. And in between that, right, like I took on 10 new clients. So that was a lot. So then next year, I'm looking at, all right, well, we probably need to end our launch if you're taking on new clients earlier than October. So you at least have a little bit more of a time gap between the end of October and then warming up for Black Friday because I focused all of my energy, attention, and efforts in November for Black Friday. And I think that that worked out well. Like I did direct all of that traffic towards my buy one, get one offers. But I also think that I could have given myself more rest period before going into that. So I could have felt like that was a more sustainable pace to move at. So again, you got to look at the timing of things. Did you just get out of one launch and go directly into the next one? Is that why you feel low energy? Or is it because, you know, maybe you're, you have a high client load, or maybe that you have a lot going on in your personal life? There's just so many things that it could be. Another question that I like to ask myself is, 
how creative did I feel within this launch? And for me, I think, I mean, just looking at this launch, not super creative. I kind of feel like I was doing the same things as I've always done, like with the graphics. Um, I did really like my copywriting. I feel like I got very creative with my copywriting. Um, a lot of that was thanks to ChatGPT, which P.S., if you have not started to use ChatGPT for your business and helping you write content and write copy and create content, absolutely would highly recommend it. Go ahead and listen to last week's episode all about surviving the holidays as a business owner. I dive into how much of a lifesaver ChatGPT has been, and I walk you through how to get started with it. I promise it's not scary. It's really, 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 really useful. So absolutely go check that episode out. I think it's only like 30 minutes and it's going to be really helpful for you navigating the holidays as a business owner, keeping your business afloat and keeping your sanity intact. So I think I really liked my copywriting. I felt that that was very creative, but I just think that the way that I was talking about things, it just felt a little bit stale. Um, I was like boring myself, which you know, as part of it, sometimes as business owners, we're basically trying to find new ways to say the same thing over and over and over again. But I did like that I got on live for Small Business Saturday. I shared a part of my story that I haven't really talked about a lot. I talked about being on food stamps and moving out of that. And that felt really good, really authentic. That was kind of like a last minute decision. I know for myself, if I plan lives ahead of time, I never feel like doing them in the moment. So having that be a little bit more spontaneous felt really good. And just getting up early on Small Business Saturday and doing that before I went out climbing in the day, it felt good to support myself in that way instead of feeling like I was behind all day. And then one last question that I ask, I mean, there's 20 different questions on this self-evaluation, so I'm not going to go through all of them. But again, like go download it. It's a really, really good resource to have. I think everybody should be doing this after every single launch that they go through. I do this after every single launch so that I don't make the same mistakes next time. So asking yourself, what are you not carrying forward with you into the next launch? So that is really important, right? Because if we didn't like it, like why are you going to force yourself to do it again? You're the business owner. You get to make the decisions. That's the best part of being the business owner. If you don't like it, don't do it. So for me, I'm not carrying over into my next launch. I don't want to be tired going into my next launch. So that means, you know, looking at January, if I want to relaunch Next Level Business as a self-paced course, then I need to make sure that there is some gap to where I'm not doing anything. I mean, it's it's kind of hard though, because I have so many ideas and I really want to do a lot of things. I want to like create two different freebies and I want to like put out a mini offer and I want to do like a flash sale. And I'm like, okay, like I had to rein myself in yesterday. I was sitting in the car as we were driving back from Spokane. And it was a three hour drive. And I was listing out all of the things that I wanted to do in December. And I was like, oh my God, that's like three months of worth of content and launching and everything. And I was like, okay, well, we gotta, like, if you want to go into this launch feeling good and feeling high energy, like you gotta build in some rest. So even though I am really excited about all of these things, I did have to have like the hard sit down talk with myself of like, you know, it just happened in this launch. You went in tired and you didn't get, I mean, I got, I would say I hit like three fourths of my goal, which is great. It's awesome. I'm really thankful for that. But also I know I could have done more and I hate feeling like I, left something on the field. I want to walk off the field like completely obliterated. <laughs> if you've played sports before, you know what I mean. But I mean, that really goes into getting really real and honest with yourself on are you building in, in enough rest? Because the universe really responds from our actions. So if we are not taking rest, then the universe thinks that, okay, all right, she doesn't need it. Let's keep going and like throwing things at you all the time, which can be really exciting. But at a certain point, right, it's going to be exhausting. And for me, it's just 
I need more rest before I go into a launch period so that I feel like I can give it more of my all. So that's a little bit about what's in the new freebie, the new resource that I have for you. I really want you to go download it. It's super good. Go take some time and sit and reflect on your launch, even if it didn't go, I mean, especially if it didn't go the way that you wanted it to, right? Like you got to be able to put down into words like, oh, okay, like that's why I got the result that I want and I don't want that result next time. So like, here are the things that we're going to do different. I mean, I ask you questions about how direct were you in your copywriting? Were your call to actions specific enough? Did people actually understand exactly what you were selling? Um, Did you mix up where you placed your call to actions, i.e. they weren't always at the end of the post or the emails? How many invitations did you make into your offers? How were your energy levels? Did you prioritize this launch in terms of everything that you have going on. So you're just going to get a lot of perspective after filling out this. And I would highly recommend it after every single launch that you go through. This is going to be a tool that you come back to time and time again. So let's let's switch gears here. And I want to dive into, and maybe in the future that this can be like a standalone episode, you'll have to let me know if you like this. I have been, I've been obsessed with Oracle cards forever. I always tell people like if I had a medium, like some people have wands, I would have oracle cards. Like they just, they speak to me so clearly. I feel like I have just such a special deep relationship with them. I always get the answers that I need. It's really funny because this, this might sound ridiculous, but before I go to bed each night, if my boyfriend is staying over, I'm like, can you pull a card for me? And I have him pull me a card and read it to me. It's like a bedtime story. I absolutely freaking love it. I feel like they are always spot on and I get so much insight from them. So I wanted to pull some cards and talk about the month of December and how that looks like energetically for your business specifically. So the two areas that I'm going to focus on. I'm going to talk a little bit about numerology because I do feel like it's important. And then I'm also going to talk about the oracle cards and the messages that I got there. So if you haven't done an energy healing session with me, I am very intuitive. I always relay information that I get from the universe, from the client's guides back to the person. And that's a little bit of what I'm going to be doing inside of this as well. So just what I'm picking up on intuitively and energetically, I'll be sharing that as well. So first of all, what you need to know about December is it is a month one in the collective. So a month one is all about fresh starts. It is ambition. It is all about like this blank slate leadership energy. It's independence, self-reliance. This is a time to really trust your instinct. It's time to like for your, the things that you want to achieve to take center stage. So think of it like we, with numerology, it is one to nine nine is the end, one is the start. So this is very much like what, like, it's kind of weird that it's happening in December, right? Like a lot of the times we think of January as like the start of everything, but actually that's going to be too late. You want to start it in December. Like think of this as the beginning of the year, right? Like what tone do you want to set to then carry into 2024 so that you're not behind the curve already? So with numerology, it is really, I love it. It's absolutely fascinating. I am certainly not an expert in numerology. I do pay attention to it because I think it's important. We have the collective numerology and then we have individual and personal numerology. So your numerology number might be different than the collective. So for example, the collective is in a month one in December and I personally am in a month nine, which now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, okay, so we've got a lot of death and rebirth energy. (laughs) This is just like the women who run with the wolves. If you haven't read that book, go read that book. It is so goddamn good. It'll change your life. It'll change the way that you run your business. But 
what we have here is like a lot of what needs to end in order for something else to begin, right? So you can kind of layer your personal number on top of the month of the collective and get a lot more insight. I will link in the show notes my favorite resource for learning numerology where you can go learn your own personal numerology. And this is just something that I keep track of in my planner every single month. Um, I have the Aaron Condren planner. I talked about that last week. I'm so, so, so obsessed with it. I'll link that in the show notes as well. Uh, There's going to be 300 links in the show notes, but it's fine. I hate when you listen to an episode and you're like, what did they talk about? I have no idea. Now I can't find it anywhere and you need to like Google search it yourself, but I'm going to list it out for you. Don't worry. But in my planner, it has like a space before the month. So let's say like, for example, before December, I can sit down and I always do a card poll before the month of December and say, what do I need to focus on? what's my numerology? What's the collective numerology? This was very much inspired by one of my mentors, Christina. She does a really great um, like end of the year, beginning of the year type of ritual where you sit down and you plan out basically your entire year. You pull cards, you answer questions. It's really great. She has it in her channel collective membership. I'll link that as well. I'm part of that. It's a really good time. But I actually like to do that before the month because it feels like I'm a lot more connected to it rather than just doing it once a year. So that's kind of what I wanted to bring to the podcast is we are going to sit down and look at the energy of the month ahead. And if it resonates with you, awesome. If it doesn't, that's totally fine. Pick it up. If it works for you, leave it if it doesn't. That's, I mean, that's with any intuitive guidance that you'll ever hear is if it works for you, awesome. If it doesn't, that's great. We can just move on and we'll find something that does resonate with you at some point. So the first couple of cards that I picked for this Um, I do highly recommend going and looking at your numerology. Again, I'll link that in the show notes so you can figure out what your own personal numerology is on top of it being a month one for the collective. What a great time to start this. No wonder I wanted to start this now is because it's a month one. Huh, I didn't think about that, but that actually works out really perfectly. So I really love these crystal cards. I pull these just about like every single day and for every single client session that I do for energy healing. The first one, oh my God, this card haunts me. This card haunts me. It is get out of your own way. Then I pulled support is all around you and take action. So again, when I tuned into this month, it was very much like, there's no time to fucking waste energy. This is really interesting because this is a lot of what came up for the 1111 healing circle. If you attended that with me, it was very much like you cannot just sit in and hibernate and not do anything and not take action towards your goals. It was very much like if you need to hibernate, you got to work on yourself and you got to hone your skill set so that when you come back out, you're a basically brand new person and people are like whoa how did she learn that or like she's she's like completely new I don't even know her like what is this version of her so it is very much like we absolutely there are so many things right now and the reason that I pulled these cards in this order is because in order for you to take action you have to get out of your own way you have to sit down and think about what am I doing that is self-sabotage what am I doing that is creating a result or reality that I don't like so for me thinking about okay well if I don't want to feel bad I know that's a really general term if I don't want to feel bad about Instagram I need to come up with a structure on how I post and do that consistently for let's say 90 days in order to figure out if it works or not. And I can't just like, if I don't like the results that I'm getting on Instagram, I've got to change something with it. Okay. So that's how I get out of my own way. And then understanding support is all around me. That's that piece of, am I asking the universe for help? Am I asking my guides and the angels for help? Or am I just trying to like force my way through and doing it all on my own? I mean, another thing too, is are you asking the people around you for help? Do you actually need dinner made for you? And that would be like so helpful. Are you getting mentorship? Are you getting support inside your business? And then that last piece is take action. So that is the execution part. I mean, I mean, 
I really love this because, like, at least in the Pacific Northwest in Washington, this has been, like, a very delayed winter. It is, I mean, as I'm recording, it's November 28th, and I'm going to go out and climb later. It's not warm. It's, like, 30 degrees, mind you. It's, like, actually freezing. But we don't have any snow yet, and it, it feels like just this... It feels needed. I mean, I think we're going to get snow on Friday, but it feels like this, there's stuff to do still. There's stuff to do still before we just like lay down our arms for the rest of the year. I know I'm like, that's a battle reference, but I've been watching way too much Game of Thrones. I think that that's probably where that comes from. But I I, I think you feel it too, right? Like you feel that there, like, there's something that you've got to do still. You've got to like either get the back end of your business in order, whether that's your websites, your automations, getting your funnel set up, like finally putting out a freebie. You've got to open up more buckets and more ways for people to work with you in order for you to have the foundation that you want come January. Like don't wait until January. I know the holidays are here. It's busy, all of the things. But it very much feels like they're, the work is not finished. That's probably the best way that I could explain that. And the second card, well, yes, those are three cards. But the, the card that I pulled after those ones is from my Moonology Messages Oracle. I absolutely love this deck lately. And I pulled Ring Around the Moon Protection. So lots of protection right now. I'm actually going to go ahead and read the card because I think it's really helpful. So... This one says, this is one of the most auspicious cards in the deck because it's sending you a very powerful message. You're protected. In other words, whatever happens next, the Divine Mother, often symbolized by the moon, is looking after you. It may be that someone is actively working against you now, or perhaps at the moment you simply have a quite tough astrological influences that you need to counteract. This card is a reminder that the Divine Mother takes care of her children and will take care of you now. It's as though there's an invisible force field or shield around you now, making sure you're safe as you move through a challenge or a difficult time. Whatever is happening now is most certainly happening for your highest good. So trust in that knowledge and go with the process as much as you can. Your current dilemma might may even have something to do with your life purpose, what you came here to achieve in this incarnation. Maybe your question doesn't feel that big. However, it could be bigger than you realize. So additional meanings for this card, you are safe. Make your mantra, I am safe and all is well. You are being divinely guided. You will be the winner. The divine is on your side. I love this. I absolutely love this. Like that really goes and pairs with the take action card. What is something that you've been wanting to do that you're scared and afraid to do, but you know you need to do it? For me, I'll share an example of this. I actually talked about this on the Instagram live that I did the other day, but I know I've needed to clean out my email list for a long time. And my ego's like, no, people are going to leave. And it's like, yes, that's the point. Like I would rather have, let's say for example, I'd rather have a thousand people on my email list that are so, so excited to hear from me and absolutely there for everything that I offer than 2000 people where half of them are like, yeah, I'm interested. And the other half are like, I actually joined this list when you were doing climbing coaching and now this isn't relevant to me. So So that is something that is going to be one of my focuses for December is starting to clean out my email list. Even though it absolutely hurts my ego, it is going to improve my open rates. It's going to improve my deliverability, all of that. I think it's just going to be super helpful all around, but I've been nervous to take that action because, you know, I don't want to potentially feel demotivated by writing to fewer people, which you you shouldn't, but that's just right. Like we're working through the ego thoughts of things. We all start somewhere. And for me, I made a giant pivot. I don't even... You know, like if somebody joined my my email list because they wanted climbing coaching information and now I business coach, like, yes, it makes sense that they wouldn't want to be on my list anymore. And that's just my human ego getting in the way and being like, well, they're they're leaving, so they're rejecting you. And that's not what it is at all. It's just not a good fit. And I would rather have 
a smaller list full of people that are a good fit than a larger list of people that are lukewarm or tepid around me or my offers. So last card that I'm going to read because, again, super, super spot on. And this just really speaks to, I, I just feel like there's this air of needing to get the back end of your business settled. I mean, this is why I launched Next Level Business uh, in October because I wanted to help everybody get their website up and get their freebie running and their funnels. And we actually just covered freebies last week inside of the program. And then this coming week, we're going to dive into how to set up funnels so that you're consistently driving people to your paid offers after they've downloaded something free from you, which I think is absolutely incredible. We all need that set up because that's how your business starts to work around the clock for you. But if that is something that you've been thinking about but haven't had the time to set up, use December for that, even though it might not feel like you're doing anything outwardly productive, this is going to absolutely serve you in the long run. So I pulled from my animal spirit oracle deck, I pulled the mouse spirit, tend to the small things. Oh, I love this card. Okay, so it says the humble mouse pays attention to the smallest details and mouse spirit calls on you to notice the nuances and the fine print at this time. In your eagerness to meet your goals and pursue your dreams, it is easy to forget the importance of clear communication and tending to the little things, including people's subtle signs that they are unhappy as well as the small voice inside of you that says, this doesn't feel right. Take your time to sniff out what you need to know. Is there some detail or nuance about how you engage others or operate in the world that is key to your success, but you've been too, but you've too readily dismissed as nothing big or nothing special? Mouse spirit reminds you that what seems small may be more important and powerful than you think. So look again. Do not underestimate yourself or your potential for co-creating something amazing when you pay attention to the details. Are you too caught up in details? micromanaging others and stressing out because you want everything to be perfect? Are you procrastinating because you want every detail to be just right and losing track of time and your priorities? Mouse Spirit wants you to listen to your intuition that tells you that the detail you fear you are overlooking will only appear when you stop obsessing. Mouse Spirit will lead you to the nuances you need to notice and will diligently work to support you if you take a breath and trust that guidance will be provided. Small gestures carry great power right now, and maybe you need to take action toward discovering what is going on that you may not be seeing or towards mending a relationship or a situation. Ask a question, do a little research, and listen for Mouse Spirit's quiet little squeak telling you, look here and attend to this detail. Oh, I love this card so much. So what this really makes me think of, so for example, you know, let's say we work on, I work on a, a client's copywriting for their landing page. And it's just tweaking a few small words here and there, and all of a sudden it starts converting better. And then they hyper-focus on it, and they hyper-fixate on it, and now they're trying to move from like a 2% to a 2.5% conversion rate, right? So it's like mouse spirit is telling you that, yes, the details are important, but are you focusing on the right details, or are you focusing on the ones that aren't actually moving the needle forward in your business? So we gotta like, we have to zoom out to zoom back in and think about what's actually going to make me money. Yes, maybe it is and does feel time consuming to set up automations and to learn how to use, you know, whatever website platform it is that you're on, but this is actually going to be so, so beneficial for you because how are you going to expect to make money in your business if you don't have these systems set up to where you can make money overnight, right? So a lot of us, you know, 
this is me a couple of years ago, I wouldn't make money unless I actively talked about my offers. Now I have systems set up and people can join my email list and they can download different freebies and they get in front of my other offers around the clock and I'm not doing as much. I'm not involved as much in that process. So I think a lot of what this December energy is, like absolutely no wonder I picked up on this, but it is very much like you've got to get organized. Like now is the time to get out of your own way. Now is the time to let more people see you. Now is the time to become more visible inside of your business and attend to these little things that maybe you've taken a lot of messy action and this hasn't seemed important in the past. And it wasn't because you just had to get started. You just had to do something. But now there's a lot of like gaps and holes and cracks in your business that you've got to go back. And instead of just putting a bandaid on it, we have to actually make sure that it fully functions and that you have a stable foundation so that you can can, can continue to grow in January and beyond and into the next year. So that's a little bit about the energy that I'm picking up on for December. It is not like a hustle energy, not a hustle energy because I'm not behind that. But I mean, I am if there's like a period of rest built in um, after that, but it very much feels like the work is not done. Like, yes, we need rest built in every single day, every single week, every single month but it feels very much like you've got to identify the things that are holding you back from reaching a bigger audience or making more sales or putting yourself out there more and coming back and actually dedicating time to fixing those things so that you can have a greater capacity to work with people in the future. So I absolutely loved doing this. Let me know if you liked this. Either send me a DM on Instagram. I am at expand with Chelsea, or you can leave a review on iTunes if you liked this little December energetic business forecast and you want me to do it again in January. This is something that I'd be super excited to implement every single month and just dive into the energy of the month and see where you can best spend your time and energy and focus so that you can just spend more of your time executing and less of your time thinking about what you need to do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have the best rest of your day and I will talk to you next episode.